Good afternoon and welcome everyone to another episode of the North Fort Worth podcast. I'm Josh Boyd and I'm joined per usual by Dr. Stephen Lowry today. Um, Pastor Stephen, how how, uh, how are you How are you thinking uh, this week is going so far? What are oh, your thoughts on the week? It's been a great start to the week. I'm blessed to see the Lord working. Now, I have to admit, it's kind of funny, last week we discussed having technical uh, problems in our live stream <laughs> and lo and behold, I mean, we had a... Uh, just a, a major challenge this past Sunday, our traditional service. Uh, we were unable to stream, which uh, I want to thank those that uh, were patient with us. Yes. We have said we do need your patience because we're learning. But what happened on Sunday, honestly, was beyond our control. It was dealing with some of the mechanics of what we had, and, and yet we were able to adjust and get ready for the 11 o'clock service. Anything though, Josh, you might say you were in the middle of the storm. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. There are <laughs> with, without being too, you know, complex or too deep into things, we just had an error with, uh, we have a very, um, very complex machine that runs, um, basically all of our video inputs, um, that go into our stream and it also controls all of our cameras. So we're recording, collecting, encoding, and broadcasting all with this one machine and that's video and audio. And so, um, uh, we're still not sure how it happened. We know what happened with our audio en encoder. We're not sure how it ended up where it was, but um, in the middle of us trying to resolve that issue, we ended up also having a bit of an internet outage for about yeah, six mean, minutes. And so our stream could go wrong went wrong. Yeah, our stream <laughs> was even forced to be taken offline during the traditional hour. So um, lots of. Uh, just unfortunate. <laughs> so if you miss the service, so they can see the contemporary service. Yes, still. The, that that is the 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 positive thing about right. what happened during the traditional hour is as soon as um as soon as you were um, done with your sermon, we even cut it right at the response time even, and so we. Um, we killed completely the recording in the stream, and we killed the power to all of our video um, software and hardware. And so we basically just did a hard reset of the of the worship center, and um, we were able to get it working and get everything corrected in that hour in between. Um, and so that's why the stream started so early. If people tuned in, if you're listening and you tuned into the contemporary service on Sunday, it started quite earlier than yeah, it we normally We didn't have a two-hour service. <laughs> yeah. We just kept the stream yeah. going. <laughs> to assure that we could provide that. But once more, if, if for whatever reason you were not able to be a part of the service on Sunday, uh, go to northfortworth.com, uh, go to the media site, and you'll find the service in its entirety. Uh, if it says two hours, it's not two hours in length. Just go to the one-hour point, <laughs> and you'll be able to watch it. Uh, I was blessed, though, I have to say, in both services, I sensed the Lord was active. He was working Absolutely. within hearts. and. I'm excited to see how God is is moving us along in spite of all of the challenges that we still face. And and so if you haven't seen the service, check it out today and, and be encouraged as you do. Yeah, absolutely. And so kind of along the, the lines of us talking about Sunday, um, mm -hmm. let's let's kind of recap maybe or, or explore a little deeper on some things that we talked about. And we uh, one of the big things that um, that you mentioned and really spent some time on Sunday was presenting ourselves daily to Jesus. Yeah, if you did see it or if you did not, as you know, my longing is for us uh, to allow Jesus to be an active part of our lives. And that, I'm convinced, involves us spiritually moving toward him. 
And so what I recommended, and I would state it again today, each and every day, what we want to do is by faith acknowledge that Jesus is present in our lives and to move our minds and our hearts toward him in a way that allows him to be much more influential in who we are as we move into the morning and on into the afternoon. And so my simple appeal was now let's go into the new week and be sure that you present yourself daily to Jesus. You don't want to have him as a spectator to your life. You want him in the middle of what's happening as he would seek to make a difference in your life. And as a part of that, I suggested uh, that we begin a new reading in the New Testament. Uh, I recommended we begin reading through the Gospel of Luke, a chapter a day, so that uh, we're reading not to, to prove ourselves religious, but with our eyes of faith, aware of Jesus, we're reading to better understand who he is, what he says, how he might move us in a particular way. Now, if you've been participating, that means today we read Luke chapter 2, and I was impressed out of today's reading, Josh, how uh, it describes, of course, Jesus, his birth is is recorded in chapter 2, but it describes how Mary and Joseph take Jesus to the temple. He's just a week old to be presented to God, and there's an aging man by the name of Simeon there that apparently... God had helped him to realize that the Messiah, the promised one, was coming. And he had prayed that he might be able to see the, the, this Messiah. And mm. lo and behold, as Mary and Joseph enter in, the Spirit of God prompts Simeon to realize that this little baby mm. is the answer to all of the prophecies of old. Yeah. That he would be, in Simeon's own words, the salvation of God. And even further, he notes that he would be a light to the Gentiles, that here's a Jewish man who realized that that God sending his son had a plan to touch not simply the, the nation of Israel, but to touch every nation of the world, to affect their lives. And so that spoke to me uh, in a fresh way this morning. I was encouraged by that. And even more, uh, I'm a part of a, a group in our uh, NFWBC Facebook sure. group where Every single day, we post the daily readings, and we allow people to interact. And if, if you've not connected with us in that format, uh, and you're, you have a Facebook account, please uh, join our NFWBC group. Uh, you'll be reminded daily of where we're reading, but it gives you a chance to make observations and comments. Some of them ask questions as we've read through the different books, and we're able to respond to that. Yeah. But I'm curious, Josh, in your readings today uh, in Luke 2, was there something that stood out to you? Well, yeah, and, and even yesterday in, in Luke 1, I feel like uh, so many... Um, we, my family typically spends uh, Christmas and Christmas Eve and Christmas morning with, uh, you know, especially when I was growing up, we typically spent that with um, my great-grandparents actually at their house, and it was, I mean, a massive family gathering. I mean, as many people as you can cram under one roof. Sounds and so, fun. Uh, I have so many memories and, and just about every year, there were some exceptions when my great grandfather, we call him uh, Peepaw, and uh, and he would read uh, Christmas Eve, all of us together, um, and we would exchange gifts kind of with one another, you know, before Santa came for the kids the, the next morning. And it feels so odd talking about this in the middle of summer and in, in the middle of August. But um, 
I remember so distinctly uh, us as a family reading Luke chapter two um, together, and he would read um, the entirety, really, of uh, you know the the Christmas story that we famously the story call we know it. so well. Yeah, and and there is just so much content in Luke one and two that are that really frame the the um, the predictions of Christ, the telling, the foretellings of Christ, the the coming of Christ, the birth of Christ, and so much meaning I think to us that this this baby is so much more than what we can imagine. And really, I, I think what stands out, me, stands out to me most, I think, from both of these um, daily readings yesterday and today is um, verse uh, 46 through 55, I believe, of uh, chapter 1 um, in Mary's song of praise, the Magnificat is, you know, right. it, it just an incredible testimony of God's faithfulness to his people, even from uh, the beginning after his promise to Abraham and fulfilling um, his lineage through all the nation. Just, just, it's so impactful to me to know that God has had this, this uh, extravagant plan in mind. A surprising and, plan to, yes. to send our savior to come himself in, <laughs> in the weakest form the of weakest man form possible. possible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's placed in a manger yeah. of all things. The yeah, lowliest, is, weakest, yeah. That's just testimony to us. And uh, when I think about how God frequently seeks to manifest uh, beauty and strength in most humble of environments, I'm encouraged to realize he wants to do the same thing in me. Yeah. Uh, frequently, we think there's no way God can work with us or through us, but from the beginning of time, he's looked to reveal the glory of who he is in unexpected ways. Mm -hmm. And I certainly want that to be true of me. But uh, again, if you've not been reading, then just start reading today. You can start with chapter one today or read chapters one and two and catch up. The the point though, is we read to refocus our hearts as we present ourselves to Jesus. Now, we also want to memorize again this week. I challenged us to memorize James 1, verses 26 and 27. How are you doing with that, Josh? I'm doing okay. Uh, this passage I have not memorized uh, before, and so uh, the 126 and 27 I have not memorized before, so this will be um, uh, a new one this week that I'll have to, to read over, and I'll mention uh, some resources to maybe help us with that here towards the end of and the podcast. Again, but. the point of that is not to prove ourselves religious. It's to keep in front of us the words that can help shape our lives. Yeah. Repeatedly on Sunday, I said I wanted to be a James 1, 26 and 27 follower of Jesus because I think these two verses in a helpful way portray how Jesus should influence our lives. And I suggested as we would memorize these verses that we allow them to move us to Jesus where we would ask Jesus to influence what we say. That's highlighted in verse 26 but also to influence how we love. James talks about visiting orphans and widows Mm -hmm. and their affliction. Again, he's not saying that's the only way that you reflect faith, but it's it's a beautiful way where you love people that can't necessarily return that love. (laughs) You're you're giving unselfishly. And that's why I say you're really praying for Jesus to influence how you love. And then finally, he talks about being unstained by the world and There, I would say, we seek Jesus' influence in who we are becoming. That's the language of character, where we don't want the world to define who we are inwardly. We want Jesus to define that, so that that then kind of flows out into what we do in the day that that unfolds. Now, I highlighted Sunday that a simple way to visualize this is 
to visualize your heart, your hands, and your lips. Start with the heart. You don't want to be un you don't want to be stained by the world. Go to your hands in ways that you can love. And ultimately, remember, your words matter. Ask him to influence your words because that will uh, impact who you are yeah. in a broad way. And while we're here, I think sure. uh, as we're as you're listening along and as we're you know recording you know live right now and uh, I, I just feel like it's I think I think we should read this. I think we should read this passage that let's we're do it. You know, let's just read. So verse 26, James chapter one, if anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religious religion is worthless. Ouch. In verse 27, religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. I love that unstained from the world emphasis there. So I just hope that encourages you today as you're, as you're listening, um, whatever day it is that you tune into the podcast, let that, uh, those two verses, James chapter one, verse 26 and 27, just kind of soak into, um, our character maybe this week. And as we, um, as we speak to others, as we influence others, as we let the word of God influence our own lives and really uh, kind of the, the same emphasis last week of the implanted word, letting that word really take, take hold in our heart and take shape, um, in our heart. And so something that's been so encouraging to me, Pastor Stephen, is, you know, this is my, this is week number seven for me. So Sunday, number six, week number seven, starting yesterday. Um, and every week that I've been here, we've promoted, um, scripture reading every day, daily scripture reading, and then, um, weekly scripture memorization. So, what what do you have? I mean, maybe what's the heart behind that? What's the reasoning behind that? Why um, why does North Fort Worth emphasize that? Why do we as a church emphasize that so much? Yeah, and again, I appreciate the question. It, to me, Josh, faith is always supposed to be active. I think with some people, their, their thought about faith is it's primarily passive, where by faith, you're just accepting maybe things are going to work out, or by faith, you're going to trust that God's going to respond in a particular way. But when you read uh, the portraits of faith that we have in the Bible, the individuals that are pointed to as examples of faith are people who act in faith. They're not sitting on their hands. They're not waiting for God to do something. They're responding to God actively in ways that then influence what they do. Mm. And so uh, to me, uh, I want to promote daily Bible reading and scripture memory not to, to give us a checklist that we religiously uh, try to follow as much as to move us actively toward God. Uh, in Hebrews chapter 11, there's a great chapter that's sometimes referred to as a, a chapter of faith. It gives you all of these examples of people who lived out their faith, mm-hmm. one of which being uh, the Old Testament person of Enoch, who it is said of him that he walked with God for 300 years. Now, wow. imagine that. <laughs> I can't not, imagine walking at all three, for 300 yeah, years. <laughs> not 300 days, 300 years. I mean, how in the world does anyone, Josh, walk with God for 300 years? Yeah, it, it's unimaginable. Well, the answer is one day at a time. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to live a lifetime of faith by committing myself to live a lifetime of faith. The way I do that is I commit myself every day yeah. to act in faith and in fact, in Hebrews eleven six, as Enoch's example is referred to, it goes on to read, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek yeah. him. 
and that really, I think, gives you, uh, at least from my perspective, an understanding of why I promote what I do. I, I, I want us to read the Bible to draw near to God. I want us to memorize verses to draw near to God. And the verse promises, as we by faith draw near to him, that he responds favorably. He's the rewarder of those who seek him diligently. And so my encouragement to you listening today or those that participate in our worship on Sunday, that we want our faith to be seen. And that needs to be observed every single day. And a simple way that that happens is before you rush off into the busyness of the morning, you stop, you present yourself to Jesus, who is the catalyst of life for us. You read his word so that you can grow an understanding of him. And then you move into the day with him. Faith is active. It moves us to act. And incidentally, those of you that have been with us in the series in James, you know that because what did James say? Uh, You'd need to be a a doer of the word, not just a reader or a hearer. He wants you to be a person of faith, and it's the person of faith who looks at James 1, 26 and 27 and says, hold on there. My faith is supposed to influence what I say, how I love, and even who I'm becoming. And so uh, I would just encourage us all, let's not uh, confess faith, let's Let's express it. Yeah. Let's do something well, with it. And there's such a huge relational aspect here to this too, I think. And it's something that, and we didn't you know, plan to talk about this, but something that kind of hit me while we were chatting about this. And, you know, I think we can take the the idea of marriage even, you know, mm-hmm. some of, you know, the forefront that humans can understand, uh, this forefront image of relationship that we can really grasp. And uh, this relationship that we have with God is much the same. I mean, it's a, a personal, intimate relationship between creation and creator and if we want that to be a true relationship we have to know the other entity that we're in that relationship with if if that relationship is to be strong if it's to be focused you know and and so I, i think so often we um are not putting any effort at all into knowing who God is, knowing what God is up to, knowing what, uh, what, how God is active in our lives and other people's lives. And I think it's worth so much that we spend time with God, spend time in his word. And that's how we spend time with him is by studying the word, meditating on scripture, memorizing scripture, letting it soak into our life. If we can truly know who God is, that relationship gets so much stronger. And that's how we live out our faith. I think that's just, you know, my kind of take on things. I think that's true. And certainly both in the Old and New Testament, God's the one who uses the marriage language in characterizing how he relates to us that uh, we, and I think he does that deliberately because in most human relationships, the relationship between a husband and wife are rightly characterized as the most intimate of relationships, the most bonding of relationships. And yet, even a marriage relationship can weaken if neglected. Even a marriage relationship can can begin to, to struggle if yeah. if a person no longer focuses on on one's spouse. And so as as we're wanting to experience the influence of Jesus, we don't take that for granted. It doesn't happen because I say a prayer on Sunday, here's my <laughs> life for the week ahead. No, sure. it happens when I start a new day and I acknowledge him and I say, I want you to be present and influential within who I am. And I want to see it in tangible ways. I do want people to detect your influence with my words. I want them to see it in how I love. I I want them to see it in the 
things I choose not to do. Uh, I'm not stained by the world. I just want my faith uh, to result in Jesus accomplishing something that reveals who he is to a world that, that needs him. And sure. so, uh, now, as I've said all this, inevitably there's somebody listens listening that thinks, well, you know, I've made a mess of that, and I'm not as consistent with that as, as I wish I was. I would say take heart. The forgiveness of Jesus is always there for us. His intention isn't for us to live up to the standard as a way of earning his love sure. or favor. He already loves us, That's key. and he's already directed his favor to us. It's our faith, though, that opens, I think, our lives to a greater reality of that. And when I falter, I seek forgiveness. He gives forgiveness, and then I get up and walk again. Mm -hmm. And and so if you've looked over the last few weeks, it's not been a, an exemplary week of faith as you've related to Jesus. Well, seek renewal right now and move into the rest of this day knowing it can be a remarkable day <laughs> and week ahead as you just keep allowing Jesus to be a part sure. of your life. On the same path of living out our faith and being a living example of James one twenty six and 27 follower, especially with James one twenty seven and kind of the emphasis we made that, uh, with that on Sunday, mm -hmm. um, let's talk a little bit about it. This has been um, really emphasized, you know, especially since I've been here. I feel like I've heard lots about it, but um, I may be kind of lacking on the details, and I feel like a lot of people may be in the same boat. Can we talk about what uh, kind of missional emphasis North Fort Worth has right now? Maybe um, right here locally in our neighborhood or sure. around the country or even internationally. What, what does that look like as a church? How are we living out our faith right now as a church? Well, our mission statement is to extend hope together, and uh, we realize the most effective way we can do that certainly is within our immediate community. Yeah. And so we want to look for ways that we can join others to meet physical needs so that they might, in a more personal way, discover a hope in Jesus Christ. And so pre-COVID, we were trying to find ways that we might come along. For example, a local elementary school, we've had a partnership with a number of years. We've hosted other activities where we've been trying uh, to, to say to the community, we care about who you are. We want to uh, extend love and kindness and help to where you are so that they might begin to discover the hope that we have in Christ. So uh, our initial mission certainly is to impact our immediate community. But I, I want to believe that we're a great commission church where uh, Jesus says in Matthew uh, uh, 28 that we're supposed to make disciples of all the world. And so uh, as a congregation, we've looked for avenues to do that yeah. across our state, across our nation, but also internationally. Uh, we have a, a, we're in the midst of a 10-year partnership with a group of churches in the nation of Wales. The Vale of Glamorgan is the county. And we've been going over year after year uh, for seven consecutive years until COVID this past summer mm -hmm. and joining churches to just meet physical needs, to communicate hope in Jesus Christ, to go into schools. And we've... We've taken a great number of people over to be a part of that, and our church is incredibly generous in supporting that effort in a, in a lasting way. But that's not our only connection. Uh, we've been engaged in a mission to India now for, I guess we're coming up on 10 or 11 wow. years. And, uh, and we've been able, I've been able to travel there on five, six different occasions, and we've developed a, a partnership with a national leader there, Pastor Ramesh, who has a network of churches now that extends over 150 in number. Wow. Uh, and our ministry is still engaged there, even in the midst of COVID, maybe in some ways even more dramatically, because as 
difficult as COVID has been in the U.S., it's caused enormous difficulties across uh, India, especially among pastors and leaders who are dependent on daily labor to yeah. put food on their table. But because of the generosity of our church, uh, Josh, we've been able to send monies over that have fed literally hundreds of households. Uh, most recently, we sent uh, $7,000 there to not only provide food and, and medical kits, but to try to, to provide the necessary support wow. to keep the churches that we're a part of uh, functioning and strong. Now, on Sunday, I promoted a James 127 offering in our contemporary service that would give some of our listeners a way of participating in our India partnership firsthand. I call it the James 127 offering because uh, Pastor Ramesh, while in India, has established an orphanage and also a a food ministry to widows. Pastor Ramesh grew up in a community called Goldfield, and uh, it's a mining community, and because of the mining uh, techniques, a lot of the men in the community died an early death, and so there's a disproportionate number of widows. But Ramesh's mother uh, still lives there, and and they developed a burden to feed the widows. And our church, every single month, has been providing a level of support, but the need is greater than even maybe what our monthly support might be. And so if you're listening now, you want to you want to be a James 127 follower, you want to extend love in a very practical way, you can go to our website at norfortworth.com and if you hit the, the give tab, you'll find there's there's a designation where you can give specifically to James 127. Yeah. And what will come from that is we'll send whatever monies are directed through that account to support both a widow uh, ministry as well as the orphanage. We're gonna provide, tangibly provide food for people that are dependent at this point on the generosity of yeah. others. So That's again, great. as you're listening, think about that, pray about that, go to our website. You can you can live out your faith in a personal <laughs> way by just helping us toward that cause. Yeah. Well, every week we want to point you, um, those of you that are listening, we want to point you to um, a resource or a tool, some sort of help for um, maybe what we're emphasizing this week or maybe uh, just, just a resource that we find helpful. And so kind of on the same uh, gear as memorizing Scripture and that daily Scripture reading that we've talked about, we uh, recognized a resource last week called the YouVersion Bible app. And you can get it on any platform, any device, anything that can access the Internet. You can find uh, the YouVersion Bible app, and it's a free app. You can download it. There are reading plans there available for um, for you as you read along there on the app. There are um, ways where you can read through different translations. Yeah, and I would say, again, I teach on Sundays using the English Standard Version, and some of you may not want to go out and buy that, but, you know, if you downloaded it's the free. app, it's right there, yeah. and you can read along with me. You can study along with me in the translation that I use, but there are so many others that they might use. Yeah, yeah, hundreds of translations that are completely free on the YouVersion app, and I, I feel like, uh, you know, Life Church started the the YouVersion app, and um, so many churches use it as just a, a resource. There's a lot of churches that even use it with their, um, they. there's a way to upload sermon plans and things like that on there, so you can follow directly along with where um, whoever is preaching is going. It's a great tool. Definitely check out the YouVersion app, but also this week as we kind of touch on scripture memorization, there is a really, really cool app called Verses, um, spelled like scripture verses, memory verses, spelled just like that, Verses, um, and a really cool app. I got it a couple years ago, right when it was brand new, and I think it was like 99 cents a year. It was really cheap, um, but their um, Verses is completely geared towards scripture memory, so there's also a way you can read scripture and that kind of thing, but 
uh, we typically point people to the YouVersion app for daily reading, but Verses is a tool that will remind you to memorize scripture, and you can set things that you would like to uh, memorize. You can set different themes. It'll give you different plans for scripture memorization. It's got them uh, divided into categories, so maybe if you're in a season where you're struggling with anxiety, um, there's 20 verses to memorize on anxiety. You know, that'll help you with that. So different themes, and also um, you can uh, upload, so, upload so they one. So could insert, say, the yeah, James 1, every 26 week. and 27. So, yeah, as we, as we um, emphasize a scripture uh, verse to memorize every week, like on Sunday, when you get home from church on Sunday, you can go to the Verses app and say, hey, for the next seven days, I want to learn this verse. And so it'll remind you that. Um, and it, you can set it to be as annoying as, as it needs to be <laughs> to remind you to to keep memorizing that verse, to keep studying that verse. It'll send it to you in a text. I mean, any way you can think of to to memorize the verse, to get it in front of you, uh, that, app, that app will help you with. And I think you can uh, get that on any platform. I haven't checked to see if it's available on Android in the Google Play Store. Now, is there a way, again, Josh, I'm just speaking freely, I, that we can maybe post that link somewhere, whether, whether on our Facebook group page or what? Yeah, absolutely. What would, so so I'll put it in the description for this podcast. So okay. um, if, you, if you are checking out this podcast, if you're listening to it on whatever platform you're listening to, there will be a description uh, tab and it'll normally we just do the date and then who is speaking in that podcast. And so as we... Um, put up resources in the podcast, you can find the links to those. Anything that we mention that's a tangible um, something. So uh, like our, our Rebel Give site where uh, where we take all of our, our giving and our tithes and our offerings through, there'll be a link for that today in the description for this podcast. Perfect. So if you if you are unfamiliar with how podcasts work, just wherever you are finding this podcast, uh, maybe expand the view on it, find a description for today's episode, um, the July, uh, not July, August 11th episode of the podcast, and you'll be able to find everything that has a link that we've talked about in today's episode um and also uh, kind of on the the uh the verge of talking about podcasts next week we'll be joined um by a special guest uh, you've seen her two sundays in a row now uh, miss sally cook our um new children's minister i'm gonna give up my seat <laughs> it's gonna go. be exciting i'm gonna uh i'm gonna get to, to end i'm gonna have the pleasure of interviewing uh sally and um uh, we're, we're gonna talk together later this week and maybe work up some questions things that uh we may ask her what her favorite movie what her favorite dessert is things like that so you can get to and know if, her a little better if they have questions whether yeah, it's about please, sally or them. again other parts of what's happening at at north fort worth i remind you uh, you can email us at podcast at northfortworth.com and you can uh, direct your questions, and we will do our best to uh, respond in a way that might be helpful. Absolutely. Well, we hope you uh, enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for joining us, Church. And um, like we said, we'll link all those in the description down there as far as our James 127 emphasis as well as our resources for the week. And uh, we'll be looking forward to catching you next week for another episode of the North Fort Worth Podcast. Amen. <laughs>